The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We all come to this world with a purpose. Our soul-level values and honors are decided before we're born. Once we are here, it is our job to find our purpose and access the highest level of guidance that is already inside of us. Welcome to Soul Sessions with Solstice. When you decide to allow, instead of resist, your life will become so much happier. Now here are your hosts, Delana Davis and Rita McRae. Hey everyone, welcome back to Soul Sessions with Solstice. Welcome, Delana and I are thrilled to be here today. We are jazzed about our topic uh, and it's a continuation of last week's topic. We had the pleasure of Lynn Hartwell visiting with us and sharing with us our body cues, which was fabulous. I hope that you all learned a lot about how our body is communicating with us all the time. And each of our cues might be a little bit different, but start to listen to those cues and start to recognize what are those cues for you. And today we are hopping right into a topic that we specifically held from last week. We, we knew we were not going to get into it. We were going to save it for its own topic. And it's all around weight. And how our body, uh, again, gives us those cues of what we're doing, whether that's good or bad, and starting to distinguish what is that communication. For those of you that are here in the States, you know that obesity's become quite the uh, epidemic here in the U.S., and it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And today, we're going to talk about it from a completely different angle than you're used to hearing about it. So we're not talking about supplements. We're not talking about how going to the gym more is going to get to the root cause. What we are going to talk about is something, I, I would say, a framing you're not used to hearing and what you've probably never heard a trainer say or a doctor say. Uh, or a peer say is, if you're struggling with weight, it's not your fault. And the story we're going to tell today is coming from that lens of there are things going on that are beyond modern medicine interpretation. What we're here to talk about is at a an emotional level, at a spiritual level, and at a cellular level, and even at a soul level, what could be going on for you when you're struggling with weight, whether it's something that you're struggling with right now or you've had a history of your whole life of that. That's right. And and we're, we're talking about weight gain, weight loss. It truly doesn't matter whether it's either or because honestly, there's pain with both. And we might not understand the other one's pain, but we understand pain and how uncomfortable and Uh, frustrating and depressing that all can be uh, for that person. So what's interesting, I would say, is in the last few years, the clients that come to see us, some will walk through the door and say they're really upset about their weight. And what we determine once we get uh, into what's going on in their lives, that it's really weight is just an outside symptom of something going on in the inside. And then the flip side, sometimes people come in and they want to talk about what's happening with their career or in their interpersonal relationships. And inevitably, weight comes up, even if 
we would look at them and say, there's no weight problem here, right? And it's funny, when I think about how many of my close male friends that are in very good shape and tall and, and athletic, and you'd say, oh my gosh, that person's got such a great physique. Even men, you know, they have this like, bashfulness where they think like oh I'm so fat and we're like mm-hmm. what <laughs> so we like that people feel safe sharing those things and those feelings that they don't you know want the outside world to know but it's funny like weight I feel like is a through line through a lot of who comes through the door absolutely in, in disguising ways which is half of the fun <laughs> uh, so we want to start at the beginning and we mean beginning in terms of us as a society and how we've had long traditions of suppressing our feelings. And we're going to talk a lot about feelings and, and what's that secret language of our feelings because our feelings are a part of the communication and the signal that our body is giving to us. Those feelings are part of the cues that Lynn was talking about last week and that we're going to continue to talking about we're going to continue to talk about today. So We as a society have had these long traditions of suppressing our feelings. When we think back to uh, the Indians and settlers and frontiers, um, frontier men and women, and back to the Great Depression and World War II, slavery, there was no assurance that any one of us would receive our basic needs of food and safety and love and There was no need at that point for us to even be upset about not receiving those things because it was just about living. It was just about surviving. So when we've historically come through hundreds and hundreds of years where this is the the norm uh, to suppress our feelings and our wants and our needs and desires, it's not surprising to us why now in our society we are continuing to suppress those feelings. And not allowing them to be expressed. And and as the first step, not even allowing ourselves to ask, what am I feeling? Like, what's going on with me? What's happening right now in this moment? It's interesting. When you look at us as a society now, uh, as a society, we've never had more. Consumerism is at the forefront. You know, there's so much money spent advertising and buying things and buying more things and having more things that, interestingly, as consumerism increases, we see an increase in depression. We see an increase in obesity, um, divorces, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, um, gambling. So there is absolutely this correlation of the more we have, we have this mindset that if I have more, I'll be happy when the reality is the more we have, you know, there's this interesting relationship where the more we have, the, the more miserable we've, we, we've become. And to Rita's point, looking back, when we were at a point in history where we had less, you know, basic survival was the focus. It was not, I'm bored, I'm, I'm lonesome, I'm angry. It was just about survival. That's right. Food, water, shelter, and safety. That's it. And if we could at least get, get that, and that part being the safety, the rest of it, the food, the water, and the shelter, all had to go. Uh, in... Uh, Lucia Capilouto's Thin Through the Spirit, Thin Through the Power of Spirit book. Uh, she talks about how the root cause of being overweight or underweight is something deep and subtle and unrecognized. And it's the root cause in our subconscious is where that's being held in its unhappiness. For some reason, it's unhappiness. Whether that's fear or loneliness or stress, there's some sort of unhappy event. And, and emotion that is being housed there and it's being outplayed uh, the experience through weight. 
So I think diagnosing where that root cause of unhappiness comes from is part of the secret. That doesn't come from a supplement. It doesn't come from having a running buddy. Of course, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of moving your body. But interestingly, um, this is really not about, you know, you could have the right education about food and be doing a lot of the right things. But diagnosing, you know, whether it is actually the subconscious level that Reed is referencing, or the one level deeper is called the superconscious. And that really gets into this more metaphysical plane where we are all connected energetically. And even though we were not alive during the Great Depression, and, and, you know, going back to this time where there was a, a lack everywhere, there wasn't an abundance of food, there wasn't transportation, morning water, or electricity. But the reality is, at a cell- cellular level and at a soul level, we do have these energetic imprints. So when we're working with you here, we might be doing talk therapy, we might be doing hypnosis, and we're trying to tell your subconscious that you have enough and you know what does it mean to, to be eating balanced meals and things like that. But sometimes that's not enough. We need to go a layer deeper. We start to explore this idea of past lives. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's what's happening in your life now, what's happened in your childhood that could have imprinted you, but let's go back potentially even further to those memories at a soul level where you might have been a refugee or you might have been in slavery where, you know, you were literally dying uh, of starvation and we have those imprints. So that is thinking of it that way. This really goes beyond just rational thinking and following plans. Absolutely. You know, and Delena brought in the idea of cellular memory and I want to explore that a little bit because some people may not know uh, what that is and what she's talking about is that sort of like the memory card in our cell phone uh, our body has the ability to hold our memories and our feelings now we know that our subconscious mind uh, is literally like our computer in our brain and holds every event every situation and every memory But not only does our subconscious mind house that, but also our nerves. So uh, Dr. Cleve Baxter um, did a study in 2001, and his experiment demonstrated that um, he put very sensitive probes on small groups of cells that he had in a Petri dish, and the cells reacted to the emotions of their owner, and the owner was in another room. And it's that awareness Uh, that the cells had independent of the body. So our cells have the ability uh, to be aware of emotion and independent whether they're in our body or not in our body. So certainly when they're in our body, they have have the ability to to recognize uh, what feeling and emotion is happening with them. And our nervous system stores these emotions and memories. So when we're in a particular emotional state, There are changes that are literally happening, physiologically happening uh, within our body that can be measured. So we're talking about muscle tension and heart rate and brave wave frequencies. And, you know, think about when you're having an anxiety is coming up and you're tense and you're sweating. Right. All of that experience is, is remembered in our cells and in our body. And anywhere there's nerves then can hold memories and emotion. So there might be situational triggers that seemingly have nothing to do with what's happening in the 
happening in your life right now that will bring an emotion up for you. So for example, perhaps whether it's when you were four years old, something happened at a birthday party that connected to food, you know, you went to go get an extra cupcake and a, and a family member made a comment, you know, innocently, perhaps could have been an aunt saying, you know, Sally, you this is your, you don't eat that third cupcake, or you're going to gain weight and right innocent comment, but we're imprinted by that. And at the same time, it could have been something that went back lifetimes where it's seemingly, you know, you're in a situation that seems very neutral and it would not be a reason to cause your cells to react in that either fight versus flight or I need to consume, consume, consume because I don't know when my next meal is coming up. So that's that's definitely um, something that we, we just, as Rita just explained, there, there's scientific proof behind it. Absolutely. And, you know, and another way to say that it's memories and emotions from our past are activated when a current event resonates with them. And we may not know what that what piece of that current event is resonating, but we can feel it. We can start to feel that emotion, whether that's anger or guilt or sadness or stress, fear, whatever that emotion is, it's being resonated. It's being kicked up and activated. And so part of what you've heard us say week after week is awareness. What am I feeling? What What is going on with me right now? That's the first step. Bring awareness to that. So we will return uh, in, after the next break. So stay tuned. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Soul Sessions with Solstice. To reach the show, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio at solsticesp.com. 
Now back to this week's show. Welcome back. We are talking about weight loss, weight gain, and how using the power of meditation and tapping into our bodies and listening to that internal wisdom that we have could really help us alleviate a lifetime or lifetimes of weight struggle. So in the first segment, we talked, we, we kind of gave you a lot. So we're, we're going to slow it down a little and start <laughs> with when things are happening in your life right now and it's manifesting your body, your weight, your body's way of manifesting through the, the feeling you're having is through food. So Rita, tell us a little bit about, from a feelings perspective, what might be going on that manifests its way through your body putting on weight? Absolutely. So I love uh, Cal Banyan's The Secret Language of Feelings book. Um, it's a great book if you really want to um, explore what this language are, of our feelings is is giving us and communicating with us. It's a great start. Uh, and you know, our feelings are associated with our needs. You know, in the first break, we were talking about our basic needs of food, safety, and water, and and shelter. And those basic needs are still, need, you know, sort of running uh, with us and important to us right now. And whether we're consciously thinking about it, because yes, we might have a home or yes, we might have enough food. Um, they're, they're always playing in the background, always playing in our subconscious. So, you know, when we think about weight, uh, there's so many different emotions that can be at, uh, attached to weight. And from boredom and, and, you know, how many of us have just eaten because we're bored, and we just are lonely even. And, don't have that, you know, meaningful relationship and whether that be an intimate relationship or a friendship at a level that you really want uh, or being challenged in your life. Those are all things that for some of us, the distraction that we choose to use is food. For others, that distraction, they may be having that same feeling of boredom, which really our body is saying, and, and asking us, we want to grow. We want you to to have a challenge and, and to work through. Uh, and when we're feeling lonely, really our body is are saying to us, we want meaningful relationship that doesn't have to be intimate, just meaningful relationship with people. Um, but some of us decide to use food as that distraction where others might use alcohol or you know, um, video games. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend and she was like, if my husband plays another, you know, day of video games, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> but that's a way for him. He doesn't have to interact. He doesn't have to, you know, it takes him out of whatever it is that he's trying to, to remove himself and distract himself with. It's a distraction. So depending on where you are, you, I want you to think about right now, what's my distraction? Is it food? Is it alcohol? Maybe it's people. Maybe, maybe you're that person that you have other people that you use as your distraction and you're talking, talking, and that communication is just always going. Then you don't have to be in your own head. You know, each of us have our, our own as to what that could be. There's a fair number of people, I would say, in my circle that have very stressful jobs and they're working crazy hours. You know, they might be managing large teams of people. You know, they have this constant pressure to continuously perform. The bar gets higher and higher. And interestingly, as you're as you're looking at those folks that you're either the breadwinner for the family or they have a leadership role at their company, 
the the pressure that I would say they put on themselves to continue to maintain what they have and not lose what they have. They need a release valve often when they get home. And so alcohol is something that I hear come up a lot. And it's interesting how it's almost uh, become a socially accepted thing um, among an executive audience where they come home, they pour a stiff drink or they pour five stiff drinks. And it's uh, how they're running hard 180 miles an hour during the day and how can they just downshift? So in that situation, it may not be about excessive eating of food, but it is using alcohol as a tool to alleviate stress and bring them to a more you know, quiet time so they can stop spinning about work when they get home. Mm-hmm. So in Louise, Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your, Heal Your Life, uh, she identifies different symptoms that we are uh, that we may experience, and it, she couples that with the emotion of really what's going on with that symptom. So when you look at the book in terms of being overweight, she says that being overweight means that there's an oversensitivity, often repressed fear, um, shows a need for protection, running away from our feelings, rejection, and seeking fulfillment, and. It, you know, it's in line with what we're talking about in terms of having that fulfillment, that that need, that want or desire that we're really wanting. And if we don't get it, and if we're using food as, as that release and that way of getting it, uh, we're still not really fulfilling what we actually are wanting. So there's a few areas that she identifies. And for those of you who are listening and do have a situation happening with your weight, whether that's gain or lose, um, see if these... Uh, are associated with you. So those of us who have or carry weight in our arms, Louise tells us that that's anger at being denied love. If we're carrying weight in our belly, it's really that we're angry at being denied nourishment. And if we're carrying weight in our hips, that really is saying that there are lumps of stubborn anger towards our parents. And the fourth one is if we're carrying weight in our thighs, that means that we have a packed on childhood anger or rage with our father. And I'm going to share a a personal story. I was in California last year uh, getting my certification with Cal Banyan, the gentleman who wrote Secret Language of Feelings. And he has a a hypnosis technique called Seventh Path. And it's an individual hypnosis. It's a totally different way to to meditate. And I love it uh, because you don't have to quiet your mind. You actually are using the the conversation and things that you're that you're speaking to yourself about as part of your meditation Uh, and during that came up this anger uh, during the seventh path um, practice came up this this anger in myself and it literally came from my hips and my thighs it was the most amazing experience and I I realized during that how angry I was at my birth father now I'm adopted I've never met my birth mother and birth father I don't know I didn't realize consciously that I had this anger going on, but I did. I mean, in so much so that I was sobbing in complete tears. I mean, I was burning up. It, it was it was an experience, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, and I had just, the, the amazing part was not having any idea consciously that I was that angry at, at him, at her, at all. Even about being raised and not having a father, those three sort of scenarios were all happening at the same time, and I had no idea about it. So it's amazing what um, feeling and memory our body is holding and storing, and we are not even consciously aware. 
What I find interesting, and here's here's where you know the Delena researcher is going to kick in. We as humans have an innate desire to organize information and explain it in ways that are easy to digest. So we know there's the BMI index. You know, there's body types. You know, so a, a science perspective of what Rita just talked about of where you hold your weight. One one perspective is, well, that's just the body type you were born with. Okay, well, that's one framework of how people will talk about weight or you know eat right for your blood type is one framework of organizing information right so I'm a blood type a and if you're of that mindset your blood type influences how your body breaks down food that philosophy would tell me that 90% of my diet should be a vegetarian diet does it turn out when I eat vegetarian it works best for my body sure but that's just a framework and so the one Rita just described of is this really about where you hold your weight is where you hold your anger? It's yet another framework of how to look at, at this information. So, so I just have to add this is that my blood type is B positive, And I like to say I was just genetically made to be a happy person. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's A positive, And we all know A plus is better than B plus. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, so anyway, I think it's really important that we expose you to this alternate framework of how to think about the information. And just like with anything, you know, we would always say you don't have to blindly follow what any one person tells you to do. You want to learn and sample and select from all these frameworks what feels right for you, right? It's That's not right. meant to overwhelm you. Um, it's not to say that, you know, there isn't hard Western medicine and science behind body chemistry and balancing things. But at the end of the day, we our bodies are all unique and emotions are absolutely a part of what happens on the inside and how it looks on the outside. Absolutely. And our bodies are brilliant. They are brilliant beings. And we, as we know, uh, potentially only use less than 10% of our brain. So t- for us to realize that there are things that we may not know that may seem far, far-fetched or out of our reach, uh, we have to expand, and that's part of what we do here at Solstice is ex- expand ourselves, our own understandings, and what information is out there in the world, and how do we want to use it, do we believe it, and is that important for our listeners? So one thing I want you to take away from this segment and where we are right now is I, num- step one is to identify and name the feeling. So what am I feeling? Are Every feeling that we have is good. I I really would love for us to get out of this mindset that there are bad feelings and good feelings. All feelings are good. And in the secret language of feelings from by Calbanian, he goes into this uh, in in multiple chapters and in different ways about these feelings that we are having are cues. These feelings we're having are a form of communication that our body is giving us. So whether you're stressed, sad, angry, feeling guilty, that's a good thing because it's an indicator of something that you need, that something that you want or you're desiring, and then we can work through and to what is it that you need, want, or desire. And it sounds counterintuitive because growing up, how many times have we had our parents or teachers say, stop being angry, you know, or stop being bored, stop, you know, mm-hmm. acting out. Nope. That's the, the, you having the courage to put a name on a feeling you're having is such a great thing. Not repressing it is, is the starting point. Because if you're trying to stamp that feeling down and not talk about it, because, you know, as, as a male, you're not supposed to be emotional. And as a female, you're not supposed to be, all, you know, we, we are 
their prescriptions for how we're supposed to act and not act. But the really reality is you stamp those feelings down and they're going to rear their ugly head in a way that's, you know, worse. That's right. Absolutely. So recognizing and saying thank you. Sometimes when, when I have an emotion that just rises up in me and I'm like, whoa, I'm like, okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to have to just <laughs> yeah. do this little mental dance within myself because, you know, I don't want, I don't want the emotion to take me over. I just need to recognize it. I don't need to associate anything else right now. I just want to recognize it. So just saying thank you is enough for me kind of just to stop and go, okay, let me get my bearings. <laughs> we always set, tell people like when you feel a feeling come up and we'll say, let's say you're feeling ha ha ha, you're really angry. <laughs> you want to almost imagine you're floating out of yourself and looking down, almost That's like right. analyzing the situation and go, okay, what is that? Okay, right. I'm angry right now. Uh, before you, you know, you almost like freeze frame and you're watching yourself and you don't judge it. You're like, okay, that's anger or that's guilt or that's um, inadequacy or whatever the word is. Only you know, it's a conversation you're having on the inside. So we're actually going to jump to a break. And when we come back, we will have Rita continue on with her. What are the three steps that you should start taking to analyze where you are emotionally? We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, airing every Saturday afternoon on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I have you, a, a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about. UFO! It's back! <laughs> Thank you, and keep watching the skies. That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Soul Sessions with Solstice. To reach the show, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio at solstice.sp.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back. Welcome uh, back. <laughs> before the break, we were talking about what are the three steps that you can take from a self-coaching standpoint to understand what's going on with you if you're struggling through some weight issues. And we'd love for folks to call in. We get emails. Uh, sometimes when we get an email, uh, it's radio at solstice.sp.com. Sometimes the, the emails are ones that people want us to read on the air and address on the air. And sometimes people want to have an offline conversation. So you're welcome to use that email address either way. Or if you're feeling so feeling so bold, you can give us a call and ask a question on the air. Our number is 866 866- Four seven two, five seven eight eight. So, Rita, before the break, you started to give everybody the three steps uh, from a self-coaching standpoint to understand what's going on with them. What what's the feelings that are coming up when weight comes into play? That's right. And we talked about how identifying the feeling, naming that feeling, is most important. And sometimes I know for myself uh, and for some of my clients. I'll ask them, well, what what did you feel and what was going on with you? And they'll say, I have no idea. And that's because we're so sort of disassociated from our feelings. We've suppressed them for so long that it takes us a while. It takes some practice for us to recognize what are my feelings? What am I feeling? So if that is you, and sometimes that that can be me, um, it it might be helpful for you to have sort of a a feeling list or uh, the primary feelings. What are our primary feelings that we feel? And if you're still having trouble identifying what the feeling is, then just like we talked about uh, in previous a previous show, we want to do the why. Why am I, what what am I experiencing or or why 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 am I feeling like this? What is that feeling? And and sort of the Go through the, that process and keep asking yourself, what is happening? And recognize what is happening with your body. Okay, I'm feeling tingling in my stomach. Okay, now I'm feeling warm, right? And then you, you can help to sort of cross off things that don't make sense and figure out the one that does. I think starting with the what is important because sometimes some of us struggle to get to the why on our own. And that's where, you know, we were big proponents of journaling. We talked to you about journaling. Yes. But also talking it out. Sometimes when people come in and this, even when I'm doing employee coaching, probably you too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just need you to be or need us to be quiet and listen. And that's they'll right. say, I'm overwhelmed. This isn't working. And through the course of their conversation, they arrive at their own solution on what they need to do. And we say, you've got it. You that's already right. have it. So, um, so don't be frustrated if you can't get to the why. You want to first start with the what. What That's am right. I feeling in my body? You know, to Rita's point, am I sweating? Do I feel antsy? Like, what? put words to it. Just even jot them down. They don't have to be paragraphs or even sentences. Jot down words. What, 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 what? What mm-hmm. are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? That's right. And, you know, in Unity, uh, we talk about emotions and feelings a lot. And in Unity, there's only two. It's either love or fear. If you're not in a state of love, then you're in a state of fear. And granted, fear can look like stress, inadequacy, loneliness, sadness. It can look like all these things more specifically, but those two, there's only two true emotions in, in unity, and that's either love or fear. So if you're not sure what you're feeling, start with that. Well, clearly, if I'm you know, feeling tense and I'm sweating and, okay, I don't think I'm in a state of love or compassion or joy or happiness, so I'm, I'm in a state of fear. So that that's an easy sort of I'm so, indicator. I'm so glad you brought up fear because a lot of times when even on the on the employee coaching side, if an employee is talking through something going on and they're saying, my coworker did this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, pause. So what do you think that person is afraid of? What do you mean? 
what let's talk it through what could possibly be come going on inside that it's leading to some sort of outburst right so anyway that that's it is very it is a most simple way to like break it all the way down but it's true it's the it's one it's gonna ultimately root cause be one of two things that's right and the easiest one you know i feel for fear is um, it's safety. The need, want, or desire is safety. And that, that to me is an easy one to go to and it, it is a good place to start. So the first step was identify the name or the feeling. And let's say we're just going to say love or fear, right? In case that, that for many of us who are have difficulty associating and recognizing what that feeling is. So if it's not love, then it's fear, which means it's always something to do with, with feeling safe. How am I feeling safe? Am I not in whatever kind of way. And that can be emotional safety, physical safety, right? There's different forms of safety. So we'll sort of explore those for yourself. And then you can identify the cause of the feeling, right? So it's, it's the safety part. I'm not, you're not being fulfilled in that way. How, how am I not being fulfilled? And that brings you to the third step is what, what is the response that I can do to make myself feel safe? Do I need to leave a situation? Do I need to just go st- literally stand next to someone? Do I need to call a friend and just talk things out? Who Who is your, we talk about this a lot, your fab five. Who's that fab five that you have that no matter what's going on, you can pick up the phone and, they, and they'll just listen, right? The, and Delena will say a lot, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to listen to solve. I just need you to listen. And I'm like, okay, got it. <laughs> She's like, being kind because I'll go, Rita, I just need to get it out. <laughs> And she'll be like, okay, so you're not going to say it like that. I'm like, I know. I just have to get it out. It's like my reset button. <laughs> exactly. So I know that she's just wild and crazy right now. And once she she gets it out, then we'll be back to the normal delay. Right, right. <laughs> then I go back into rational thinking. Mode. Exactly. So let's let's just recap. So we're going to identify the, the name and the feeling. Once we've done that, we're going to identify the cause. So what's that? unfulfilled need want or desire that you're actually asking for or wanting and then the third thing is identify uh what's the satisfying response that i can do what's that action and and many times our feelings are associated with an action what what can i do what can i do and what am i doing that maybe i need to stop doing Right. So it is such a simple formula. What is it? Why is it? And what can I do about it? So if you're that, that's a lot to play, you know, self psychologist. (laughs) Right. But that's where if you can talk to a trusted friend or reach out to um, someone that you trust or reach out to us via email, via phone. Uh, It looks like we have a caller. So um, Rhonda from Dallas is on the line. We'd love to talk to her. Come on in. Hello. Hi, Hi, hello, Hello, Rhonda. (laughs) <laughs> How are you guys today? We're great. I just I don't know really why I'm calling other than the fact to tell you I love 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 this. I have tried to tune into every podcast and then when I miss it, I just listen to it on Saturday morning. I'm sitting on the balcony and oh, that's wonderful. where I'm at today. Thank you, uh, Rhonda. Thank you. <laughs> thank we you. appreciate you listening. How's the weather in Dallas today? Uh, about 96 right about now, and you oh, know wow. it's, it's early. But um, I have been uh, listening. Well, first I started reading The Psychic Pathway because on one show you guys uh, talked about that, yes. and so I've been going through each week. Good. And Revelation, oh, my God, it's 
It's just amazing. Um, and at first I was like, oh, whatever, whatever. And I was skimping on the meditation and stuff because it's, it was getting kind of hard to do that. So then I used the app this week. All this week I have been doing the weight loss meditation. Excellent. And it's amazing. Oh, Rhonda, it, that's great. The first day I used it, I immediately when I came back to consciousness and I just felt <laughs> different. It just I just felt lighter. Um and I wasn't hungry, uh, because I had I guess I acknowledged a lot of things and mm-hmm. I felt each chakra, which I really didn't understand real well until I read the psychic pathway, so I really got an understanding of that. Excellent. And I've always had the little color rocks and all that stuff. But the one problem that I have is the lower chakras, I can't see those colors. They won't come. I mean, I can see, like, the blues. I can see anything that has to do with the sky and purple. But I can't see the lower colors. I try, and then I just relax. But I feel I feel it uh, work. You know, I feel the chakras moving, so to mm-hmm. speak. In That's the wonderful. Portion, and I feel the weight, like, to the ground, but I just can't see the colors. So I'm going gonna, gonna to hop in here, Rhonda. Um, two things. So when you're talking about, um, you know, this experience and you were saying, well, I can't see the colors, I want you to add right now. Because I can feel from your passion, you want to, right? So you're in, you're asking for it and you're inviting it. So when you say that, just add the right now part because then okay. the universe says, oh, okay, she wants it. She's, we're working through it. Part of the reason okay. I'm feeling that you're not seeing those, those lower colors is because, and, and the lower chakras are the base chakra, which is red. Uh-huh. And that is all about what we're talking about right now is safety. So mm-hmm. I, wa- I want you to think about um, in terms of when you feel f- um, fearful or mm-hmm. stressed, and that is, it's, a, it's another correlation to feeling safe, feeling safe, physically mm-hmm. safe, emotionally safe, mentally safe. And if you're willing, just sort of think about that word safety and see where that place plays up in your life or is kicked up in your life because mm-hmm. more than likely you're you're having your lower chakra is 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 blocked because of yeah. the safety and putting your roots right think about putting your roots down and and having a community and a system and flow and Makes when sense. we don't when we don't have that right then we're feeling disconnected and then we start yeah. to feel scared like who who's going to protect me can i can i protect me right like mm-hmm. so i Think about those two things and just um, even meditate just solely um, on the on the root chakra. Okay. And, and look at the color red before you go into meditation and okay. set, obviously set that intention to open that chakra and, uh-huh. and you know, show me where I feel unsafe okay. or how I can feel more safe. I think a simple breathing exercise that you should try, and I love that the, the app is an enabler for you because some people can't you know, tap in and quiet their mind on their own. But if you, when you're taking breaths as you're falling asleep in the morning or at night Mm -hmm. or when you're waking up in the morning, if you breathe Mm -hmm. in, I am safe. And then, so that's what you want to breathe in. And then what do you want to release? I release my fear of fill in the blank. Not being, got it, okay. Okay? Yeah. So I have have one question for you, Rhonda. Uh If you would, I'd love for you to share with the listeners, what was your first step, right? Like, so you know that, 
Oh, okay. Actually, we have to go to a break. If you we're want, not going to let you go. That's right. <laughs> if you could just hold on one moment, and I would love for you mm-hmm. to share with the listeners, what was your first step in, in all of this? You know, like you're thinking about weight, and you're thinking about making a change, and just think about what was that thing that you decided this is what I'm going to do today. And you'll okay. share with the listeners when we come back. So fill up your coffee cup and uh, hang tight. We'll be back in a few moments. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Soul Sessions with Solstice. To reach the show, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to radio at solsticesp.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, Rhonda. We are. Hello. We are here with Rhonda from Dallas. Uh, And right before the break, Rhonda, I had asked you, can you share with us and the listeners, what was your first step that you took uh, to sort of set yourself on this journey that you were on now? The first step or the motivator? Yeah, in terms of, yeah, it could be the motivator in terms of your weight loss and just focusing on. I'm I'm going to focus on this right now. Well, I just, I don't know why, but I, I'm learning why today. But I was trying to figure out why is it that when life is good, and it's not like just jumping up and down good, but it's cool. Um, I don't, I don't concern myself about eating. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I eat. But I'm not um, just sitting there like I am or was before I started this new journey, always hungry. That's and, right. And I'm like, why is it I'm ready to go to you know, the gym, I'm ready to go work out, and then sometimes it, I just get in this funk. So my, my weight just keeps vacillating. Mm-hmm. Like this year, I'm overweight. Last year, I was right where I was supposed to be. And then the year before that, I was overweight. So I'm giving away clothes, buying clothes, you know, and it's just crazy. And I know it has 
something to do with my unmet needs, you know, this, That's right. what you said were about um, the denial of love and, mm-hmm. and, you know, stubborn anger. But I thought I was okay with the fact that, you know, uh, I am where I am. Um, right. I went through the psychic pathway and I was so sad when I got to an exercise that said, tell, uh, remember, what is the first, what is the happiest experience you can think about with your mother? And I sat there on the porch that Saturday and I started crying because, you know, I couldn't think of anything. And I, and it just hurt so much that I couldn't think of anything, but I already knew, you know, that I right. didn't have that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just, it's some wow. unmet stuff in there. Absolutely. I'm still, I guess, Rhonda, up. Mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank you for calling. Thank you for sharing. And, you know, you're, you're on it. You're on this journey to happiness. And this is a dynamic relationship that you have with your body and with our, our past experiences. And for you to take the time and take that first step to say, I want something different. And on honestly, it was you saying, "There's so I'm not happy right now, and I know I I deserve to be and I want to be. Mm-hmm. So let me explore how I can do that. So, you know, thank you for being so courageous, and thank you for listening. And we are thrilled mm-hmm. that you're, you know, the app is a tool that you are using for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And we appreciate you calling and sharing your story. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as we come back. Um, th- and be- before we, we wrap up, I, I cannot believe time goes by so fast these Fridays. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Rita always thinks there's another segment. And I'm like, wait, she's like, that was the last one. What's I happening? know. I'm <laughs> like, I need a 90-minute show. Right. <laughs> However, um, you know, L- Rhonda br- brought up a great point that Delaney and I want to talk about, and that's forgiveness. You know, Delaney said at the beginning of the show that our weight is not our fault. There are, yes, there are things that we could do more of or less of, but let's release that that burden of this weight, whatever it is, being our fault, and let's forgive ourselves. And and that self-forgiveness is so important and, and cannot be overlooked when we're talking about this. You know, we we're talking about fear and love. We we need to love ourselves. It's it's the most important thing that we can do. Part of what comes with that cycle of gaining and losing is like guilt and shame to the point where people feel embarrassed. They don't want to talk about it. They're not going out and meeting their friends and they just feel like they have a willpower issue. But really, when you're dropping back into that more, what's happening at a cellular level? What are those memories that our bodies remember from our childhoods or lifetimes before that's that's serious stuff. So if as a whole society, if you believe in this idea that we've been here before and we were we made it through the depression and world wars and slavery and really tough times, that means we're all energetically imprinted with this this something we can't explain that we feel in our bodies that there's not enough when we're not living in those, that day and time anymore. So I love with Rhonda's story, it all began with, it was a journey within. She started revisiting 
you know, in this workbook, memories from childhood, things start coming up and all of a sudden she just made this correlation. Holy cow, it does connect to our relationship with our bodies. And, you know, it's not a steady state. Your relationship, your relationship with your body and yourself, it's not different than your relationship with your spouse or your kids or your parents. And it, it's going to shape and shift over time. And that's okay. Absolutely. So, you know, you know, we love to give you a, an action before uh, we, we wrap up the show. And so I have a self-forgiveness uh, action activity that I would love that I'm going to share with all of our, of our listeners. And it's a self-examination um, technique, and it will only take you 15 minutes. So for the first five minutes, I want you to ask yourself, I feel guilty about. I want you to write that And then for five minutes, literally put five minutes on your phone, write all the things that you feel guilty about. Just put them all on there. The next five minutes, I want you to write, I feel inadequate because put, I feel inadequate on the page and then just write all the reasons and things as to why you feel inadequate. Then the last five minutes, I want you to put, I feel angry with myself because, and put all the reasons why you feel angry about yourself. This will help you to bring awareness to all the things that you have that you're holding on and that's holding that you're holding against yourself and you must be forgiven because all of that weight, right? Just feel those questions. I feel guilty. I feel inadequate. I feel angry. They're heavy, right? That's heavy weight that you're holding on to. So heavy weight and heavy thoughts means that we're holding that heaviness in our body. Light thoughts, lightness means that we're going to hold that lightness in our body. So a, a simple little way for you to remember that. If you have a heavy thought, you want to know, I want to release that and have it be lighter. So let's release some of that heaviness that we already have within ourselves right now. I just did this activity with myself last night, and I was shocked at the things that came up. Interestingly, you, you might be thinking, well, what does this have to do with weight? You know, what does this have to do with being overweight? It absolutely all connects. And so you can go to uh, classes and get do weigh-ins and try. I'm a big cleanse person. Do cleanses and that sort of thing. But that's going to give you short-term result for what you're looking for. But it's really doing that cleaning on the inside that's emotional and putting words to identify what's happening on the inside. And once you do that, a shift happens. You literally, you do this little exercise she just, Rita just recommended. You wake up in the morning and you're like, I don't know why, but something feels different. Mm-hmm. And suddenly your habits and practices start to change. So um, the, it's a very powerful tool, technique that, you know, you're not going to get from a more traditional approach for weight loss. That's right. And one of the things that I appreciate that Rhonda shared was what was her first step. And, you know, all of these things that we're talking about, it just takes one, it takes a, making a decision. So what's your one step going to be today? Are you going to try this 15-minute activity and let's release some of that heaviness that we're holding? Maybe your your one step is, you know what? I, I'm going to download that app and see what Rhonda was talking about and experience that weight loss meditation. Or maybe you're going to, uh, you know, get one of these books that we were referencing today. Whatever it is, choose one. Choose one step. So our app, if you haven't heard us talk about it before, it's free. It's on the App Store and Android Store. Search under Solstice Strategy. Um, there are a couple meditations in there now, but I think we're going to be adding a, a suite of very short ones uh, to give you more samplings of what they can be. Yes. And so, so as we as we uh, 
sign off here, uh, I'm excited to report that next week I will be reporting live from New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, from Tony Robbins, uh, my dear friend Gina Johnson from GinaJohnson.co. We will be at the Tony Robbins, and you know that's our first step. We're going to Tony. We love Tony, uh, and I love his energy, and I love his message, and Tony is my first step to. Uh, elevating my, continuing this elevation of myself and one day hopefully seeing myself on a stage uh, like that and really just submerging myself in his practices and tools. And same for you, just like we're talking about today. What can you submerge yourself in and and uh, move yourself forward and down um, along your journey to happiness? So we look forward to catching you next week. We're going to continue this conversation on feelings, body image, moving forward in your journey to happiness. And we'll be super stoked to have Rita call in from Tony Robbins. Have a great week and or week. (laughs) That's right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Soul Sessions with Solstice. Please join Delana Davis and Rita McRae next Friday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, have a great weekend and just as good a week.